from the book of Lamentations. Book of Lamentations. We're still in the same neighborhood. We're still in our series. And we're still talking about a people who have lost their way. And are now under great punishment. Because they have turned their backs on God. Lamentations chapter 3. We begin reading at verse 18. Lamentations chapter 3 beginning with verse 18. These are the words you find. And I said my strength and my hope is perished from the Lord. Remembering my affliction and my misery, the wormwood and the gall, my soul hath them still in remembrance and is humbled in me. This I recall in my mind. Therefore I have hope. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Anybody want to shout? That's a good praise right there. Great is thy faithfulness. I want for a few minutes this morning, I want to talk about the proper response to God's chastisement. The proper response to God's chastisement. There's a term people use and I hear it and I, I guess I'm just, I've grown. I, I can't remember if I ever was, but I know that I, I'm beyond it now. But I hear a term that people use saying that I'm mad at God. Now, let me just share with you, if you're mad at God, it's over something you did. (laughs) God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So if you have found yourself in that place, I assure you that it is because of something you did. Have you ever noticed how hard it is to get mad and stay mad with good parents? Oh, yeah, you get mad at them. Anybody ever been married with mom and daddy? You get mad at your parents, but it's hard to get mad and stay mad with good parents. You know, get the beat down, get, get punished, put on punishment, but... Some kind of way you can't. Now you may get mad or you may get an attitude for a little while. 
But I've noticed that come supper time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get mad for a while, but you start to get, get better <laughs> when, when, when about, about, about time to eat again. You, you start getting over your anger. It's hard to get mad and stay mad with good parents. Reason being is because you realize that you have to, to, to depend on them. You realize that you have to depend on them so much. So it's hard, my brothers and my sisters, to stay mad with somebody you need. I just said something there. It's hard to stay mad with somebody that you need. I remember me and my brother Clarence, we were partners in crime. We, we, would, uh, we, would, we would fall out. Do something happen at the house? I'm mad. Call us as mad, and we, we, we run run away. We, <laughs> call us as run away. Now let me share how it worked. My grandpa had a great big field in the back of our house. Uh, his you know, great big field back there. So when we would run away, we would go back on the other side of that field, and we call ourselves running away. <laughs> Now, first of all, we, we wouldn't we didn't want to get too far because we, we, we knew supper time was coming. <laughs> and then, you know, here we are running. We'd run away, and strange enough, most of the time we were back home for mom and them ever knew we ran away. <laughs> but but, but, but you, 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 it's hard to run away when you know that you have a need and and, and, and that, that need is being supplied. Book of Lamentations is Jeremiah, the, the same prophet that we've been teaching and that we've been preaching. The same prophet that he's expressing his hurt and, and sometimes his anger he's, he, he, uh, over God's punishment. He, he's expressing his anger. He, yeah, you remember I, I, we talked about how they disobeyed God, wouldn't do anything, would not listen to him, and now they're in bondage. Now they're in slavery, and now he's expressing his hurt and sometimes his anger over God's punishment, but in the midst of all of his anger and all of his despair, he could not forget the fact that God is still good. Are y'all hearing me? He's mad. He's, he's angry. He, he's going through some stuff because of where they are. They're enslaved now. They're in captivity now. But even then, he still cannot forget the fact that God is good. God is faithful. The Bible teaches us. The Bible teaches us that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Say Romans 3.23. It's in your Bible. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. All have sinned and come short. I just want to make it plain in case some of y'all didn't know that. All have sinned and come short. Now, that, that same Bible teaches that the wages of sin is death. <laughs> All have sinned.
come short of the glory of God. The wages of sin is death. Question for you. Why are we here? <laughs> why am I still here? What, what, why am I still here in this place? Why am I still able to sit here and listen to a sermon if the wages of sin is death? And I, I, I'm talking about those who, who know they've messed up. Who, who know that you have transgressed against God. There ought to be a question in your mind. If the wages is death, how, why, why am I still here? Let, let me give it to you in a nutshell. It's right here in the text. We're here because of his new mercies. We're here because of his unfailing compassion. You don't you you know why you're still here? In spite of the fact that you've been jacked up? You're here because of his new mercies. and His unfailing compassion. This seems... To be on the mind, this seems to be on the mind of this weeping prophet Jeremiah as he's writing this book and the, the name Lamentation, it comes from the fact that they are lamenting where they are. They are lamenting. They are, they are troubled by where they are. He, they would not listen to him when he was trying to tell them to turn away from the idols. They would not listen to him when he told them they'd better turn back to God. They would not listen, but now punishment has come they have been carried away in the captivity they are now in Babylon and now they got the nerve to be lamenting now they are lamenting over their condition and where they are brothers and sisters yeah not only are they crying Jeremiah is crying right along with them you got to understand Jeremiah is not on the outside looking in Jeremiah is also in captivity so Jeremiah Jeremiah He's weeping, and, and let me tell you this. You can tell a lot about a person by the things that make them cry. You can tell a whole lot. There's some folk that don't ever cry unless they hurt. If they're crying, if, if they're shedding tears, it's because something wrong with them. But when a person sheds tears because of the conditions of people around them, that says something about who they, who they are. The things that make people cry will tell you whether they are God-centered or whether they are self-centered. Read the book of Lamentation. Read the book of Lamentations and you will see that Jeremiah, although he was in captivity, although he was locked up just like everybody else. And let me tell you something. It's one thing to always be giving somebody a word when you're out of trouble and they're in it. Are y'all hearing me? I just said something right there. I say, you know, folk are always quick to give you a word, but most of the time when they got a word for you is when you're in trouble and <laughs> they're outside looking in. But, 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 but now, now, now when you can give somebody a word of encouragement, when you're in the same mess they in, are y'all hearing me? You, you're in the same trouble they in. That's, Jeremiah is in the same trouble that, that, that they are in. He was not just sad for himself, but for the most part, Jeremiah is the weeping prophet and he is weeping for the people that have lost their way. He's weeping for his people. So, yeah, he's, he's weeping 
for a people who have gotten so far off base in their relationship with God that God has turned them over into the hands of their enemies. That's sad to Jeremiah. This book of Lamentation is often described as the funeral of a city. <laughs> this is a eulogy. Lamentation. This is a eulogy that he has written for Judah. It's a, it's a, dad, my daddy, daddy used to sing a song in church. We were little. Miss Anna B., you knew it. But that, that, he used to sing a church. They don't sing it no more. They, they say it's old folky. My daddy used to sit around and sing, I just stand and wring my hands, and then I cry. Oh, Lord. I thought that was the glorious kind of singing. I just stand and wring my hands, and then I cry. Didn't make a whole lot of sense. Back then, he said, when I look around and see how this world is tossing me, I, I just stand and wring my hands, and then I cry. Didn't make a whole lot of sense back then, but my brothers and sisters, when, when I sit and watch the news, and every day, another life is taken in a nation that has turned to what they call God and guns. When I, I watch and see parents who are being accidentally killed by guns they brought into the house, I just stand and wring my hands and then I cry. When I, I continue to watch these hateful rallies grow more and more hateful and I think what saddens me is that the people who are leading them are Christians. Leading the pack. When I see that, I just stand and wring my hands. Then I cry. When I watch people bring new life into the world without any plan or any intention of raising them or taking care of them. I just stand and wring my hand and then I cry. 40 years, for 40 years, Jeremiah has suffered rejection and abuse because he was trying to warn the people in Jerusalem. Nobody wanted to hear him. They made fun of him. He has suffered abuse and trying to tell them about the coming judgment. But now that judgment has finally come city has been destroyed and now not only is Jeremiah lamenting not only is he sad and weeping but all of the people are lamenting all of the people now are sad because what he told them was true now God has moved and now they find themselves enslaved so so so, so see it now Jeremiah he's living in the same conditions that they're in crying for the people but 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 they, they are they, they are weeping and and look at look at the, the Bible tells us why they're weeping they're weeping because they remember now how good they had it they couldn't see it while they were out there they couldn't see it while things were going but now they remember how good they had it I've always heard I've heard all my life that hindsight is always twenty twenty. 
You know what I found out? That's true. Hindsight is always, it's always clearer what you should have done after you've done the wrong thing. Hindsight is always 20. It's always easier to figure out how you have, how you should have invested your money after you have wasted it. It's always easier to, to, to remember what mama said after you get in trouble. Hindsight is always 2020. Chapter 1 and verse 7 says, Jerusalem remembered. Remembered in the day of her affliction and of her miseries. All of her pleasant things that she used to have in the days of old. Now she's in trouble. Now they're under a heavy burden. Now they're in slavery and they're remembering how good things used to be. It's true. You don't miss your water till the well runs dry. They, they had been warned by the prophets. They had, yeah, 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 Je- Jeremiah had tried to tell them, but they did not heed his warning. And the whole book of Jeremiah is a, a warning to the people telling them, uh, yeah, you got to walk with God. You've got to turn away from your idols. They, yeah, the whole book, he's trying to tell them that you've got to be true to the covenant that you made with God. But in the book of Jeremiah, nobody listened to Jeremiah. Nobody listens, and now it's reaping time. Now they're in captivity. Now everybody is weeping. So now Jeremiah is writing again. He's writing this book of lamentation, this book of funeral songs. This is a book. Now, now, now you got to admire Jeremiah because if it had been me, I, I, I you know, I, I would, I guess, I'd have written what he wrote but if it had been me I'd have wrote I told (laughs) y'all if it had been me I'm just talking about me I'd have got around I probably would have gotten around to to telling them about the good but I'd have to at least say it one time I told you so But, 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 but instead Jeremiah takes on the role of a grief counselor and he tries to help them work through this sad time they're in. These folk are struggling. They're struggling. Their temple has been destroyed. They, 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 they have been brought to destitution. You read chapter 220. Things were going on. Just destitution. Women eating their own babies. Tough times. They've been brought to nothing. Now, the next thing we've got to remember again I want to keep you reminded, Jeremiah wasn't on the outside looking in. Jeremiah was suffering right along with him. He was in the same position. He was in captivity just like they, like they were. He, he, he's one of them. He's in captivity. And, 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 and listen to him now. Listen, listen. He's feeling the same pain, the same agony they're feeling. But listen to him in verse 3. He's saying, I, I am a man who has seen the affliction of the rod of his wrath. I'm not talking to y'all like somebody way up there and y'all down there. I'm, I'm with y'all. I'm a man that has felt the affliction of his wrath. Look at verse 2 and 3. Just like everybody else. 
He has led me into pitch black darkness. Yes, God has given me the back of his hand time and time again. Look at what is on his mind. Look at what's on his mind. 19, he's thinking it through. He's thinking it through. He says, remembering mine affliction and my misery. The wormwood and the gall. When I think about what a bitter experience this has been. He says, verse 20, he says, my soul, read that, my soul still has them in remembrance. But now this next line is sort of strange. I'm still remembering all of that stuff. I'm still remembering. But then that next line says, and is humbled in me. (laughs) I ain't mad. I'm humbled by it. Are y'all hearing me? I, yeah, 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 yeah. I, when I, 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 I'm still remembering that and it is humbling, it's humbling me. When I began to look back at all of that stuff, strange enough, it doesn't make me bitter. I'm going to help somebody up in here. When I look at all of that, it doesn't make me bitter. It makes me better. Are y'all hearing me? And let me tell you something about trial. Let me tell you something about tribulation. Uh, Every trial that comes your way has an opportunity of even making you bitter or making you better. Jeremiah says, Jeremiah says, uh, I won't be bitter. It's got to make me better. Look at it. Look at it. And and this is the way y'all to look at it. Jeremiah is not, 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 woe is me. Woe is me. I don't know why God is letting me go through this. Woe is me. He, yeah, listen, he said, this I recall in my mind. <laughs> Let me put it in mama term. Let me put it the way mama would have said it. I got to thinking about that thing. Are y'all hearing me? This I recall in my mind. That's what he's saying. I, I, just, I just got to thinking about that thing. All this stuff I put myself through, I just got to thinking about that thing. All the wrong that I have done, all the mistakes that I have made in my life, I just got to thinking about that thing. This I recall in my mind. Y'all hear me? I just got to thinking about that thing. All the stuff that I have put God through. I just started thinking about that thing. And when I think about all of that, when I, when I think about that thing, something pops into my mind. <laughs> Y'all hear me? When I really sit down and, and, and think it through and think about all that I have put God through, something pops up in my mind. Something that gives me a ray of hope. When I really think about where I could have been. When I really think about what God could have done. Something comes up in my mind that gives me a ray of hope. Look at 21. He says, this I recall in my mind. Therefore, I have hope. <laughs> yeah, somebody knows when to shout. When I really think about it, when I really get serious and think about it, therefore, I have hope. I just happen to think, it just crossed my mind. Therefore, I have hope. 
Listen to what he said. This I recall in my mind. I just happen to think. It comes back to me. I, it just crossed my mind. And the one thing that I, I, I got to thinking about that gave me hope. Are y'all hear me? The thing that I did think about when I sit down and really consider that, that thing, something gave me hope. What is that thing that come up in your mind that gives you hope when you're down and out? What is it that gives you hope when you realize you have messed up? What is it that gives you hope? So, well, the thing that comes to my mind when I think about that thing, the thing that comes to my mind really is that it is the Lord's mercies. Y'all ain't hearing me. The thing, when I really sit down and look at it, I realize that it ain't nothing but the Lord's mercies that has kept me from being, are y'all hearing me? In other words, in other words, uh, if it wasn't for his mercy, I would have been dead already. Y'all ain't hearing me. Somebody up in the house, you got to testify today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get off of that high horse uh, if justice had been done. Are y'all hearing me? If you had gotten what you deserve, we wouldn't be sitting up in here this morning. Uh, we'd already be dead and in our grave. Are y'all hearing me? If it wasn't for God's mercy. I wonder if I got a witness up in here. I wonder if I got a witness here. If it wasn't for the Lord's mercy, we would all be consumed already. You got to be real with this thing. Got to be real with the thing. I, yeah, I, I wouldn't just be in, in bondage. I'd be dead. Well, my brothers and my sisters, just think about it. Just, just, really, just really give it some thought. If God was just sitting around waiting on the opportunity for you to mess up so he could take you out. You've already given him more than enough chances. Am I the only one? Am I the only one? If God was sitting there just watching me and waiting on me to mess up, I've already given him enough to take me out of here. Jeremiah. Jeremiah says, as, as I look back, as I recall, I realize that I've given God every opportunity to take me out of here. I've given him every opportunity to end my life. But the only reason I'm still alive, the only reason I'm not consumed is because of, and look at the book and get it right, not his mercy, but his mercies. Make sure you read it just like it is. Not, not his mercy. Somebody ought to thank God that it's not mercy. It's mercy. Now some of y'all might, might have only needed it one time, but with me, I need mercy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thank God that I'm not consumed. Why? Because of his mercies. The only reason... I have survived is because he has shown mercy toward me. That's mercy. Mercy means that he didn't give me 
what I deserve. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, you do know that's the difference between grace and mercy. See, grace is when God gives me what I don't deserve. But mercy is what keeps me from getting what I do deserve. Somebody say, Lord, have mercy. Somebody say, Lord, have mercy. I thank God for his mercy because it keeps me from getting what I deserve. Get it now, get it now. Not his mercy, but his mercies over and over and over and over. Are y'all hearing me? Have I got your number yet? And over and over and over. I know you've been taught and you hear that he's a God of a second chance, but if he only gave us one more chance, we'd still be lost. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, we need his mercies over and over. And the only reason I'm still standing, the only reason I'm still standing at all is because, and get it, look right in the book, not his compassion, but his compassions. (laughs) I'm trying to help somebody out. His compassions fail. Are y'all hearing me? Verse 23 says... uh, that they are new. <laughs> this is about as hard as I'm going to preach right here. You can't, you can't shout about this. You ain't going to shout. No way. They are new. His mercies and his compassions. Anybody want to shout? They are new. Every moment. Oh my, it may not, it may not make you feel like it makes me feel. Maybe you don't need yours every morning, but if you don't need yours, bring them over to me. I need them every, every morning. They are new every morning. I wonder if I got a witness up in the house that the mercy that I got yesterday, the grace that he showed me yesterday, I I used all of that up. And every morning I get up, I need brand new. Ah. It's all like, it's all like taking a bath. Are y'all hearing me? It's all like taking a bath. I I know you took a bath yesterday. Y'all hear me? I, I know you took a bath yesterday, but when you got up this morning, whether you realize or not, you needed another bath. Are y'all hearing me? Every, are y'all hearing me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you don't even know when you got dirty, but let me tell you something. You got dirty. You needed it. Are y'all hearing me? Young man told me this morning, young man told me this morning, he said, Reverend, let me add something to that. Every time you take a bath, I don't care if you take a bath three times or four times a day, there's always a ring in the tub. Y'all ain't hearing me, y'all ain't hearing me. Yeah, aren't you, don't you thank God that his mercies are new every morning? Don't, don't you stand here and tell me that you don't need yours today. You need them every morning. Anybody, anybody remember, some, some of y'all old enough to remember the ice man? We had an ice box and they had to bring the ice, put in the ice box and 
You had a little sign you'd hang outdoors and sometimes you hang the sign up to let them know that you didn't need any that day. That your ice hadn't melted. That, that he, when he brings his block of ice around, he passed by your house because you didn't need it. Well, let me tell you something. When it comes to my mercy, every morning I got to put my sign out. When it comes to new mercies, uh, every morning I got to put my sign out because every morning I need brand new mercies. Jeremiah, Jeremiah come down to the end. It's almost like he's talked himself into a frenzy. It's almost like he made him, he, he made his own self happy. You ain't really been happy till you make yourself happy. He's sitting there thinking about his mercies. He's sitting there thinking about how God had been so good to him. He's sitting there thinking about all of God's compassion. And in 23, by the time he gets to the end, all he can do is lift his hands and say, great is thy faithfulness. Is there anybody in the house? Anybody in the house that realizes that God has been good? And you realize that he's been good in spite of you. You ought to be at a point right now where you can lift your hands and say, Lord, great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Oh God, my Father, there is no shadow yes, of turning with thee. Thou changest not, and thy compassion they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever will be great. Is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Are y'all hearing me? Well, let me go back to my beginning. You remember a minute ago that I said that the wages of sin is death. And I ask you, why are we still here? Well, I can't sit down without answering a question. If the wages of sin is death, why then am I still here? Well, I go back and read the rest of the verse. Yes, uh, the rest of it is that the gift of God. Y'all ain't hearing me. The gift of God is eternal life. So the wages of sin is death. But thank God the gift of God is eternal life. Yes, and you do know the gift of God. God gave his only begotten son to die on an old rugged cross. He died in my place. Buried him in a borrowed tomb. But early Sunday morning, he got up with all power in his hands. So right now, I've got a testimony. Right now, I can tell the world about this. I can tell all the nations that I am blessed. I will tell them what Jesus has done. I'll tell them that the comforter has come and he brought joy. He brought joy. He brought joy. Great joy. is thy faithfulness. 
I realize I ain't been all of that. And I can't stand here and boast about my goodness, but I can tell you that he's been faithful. Even when I was wrong, God has been faithful. Is there anybody here who realizes that? In spite of your shortcomings, God has blessed us in it. He's been faithful to us. Come here, Cam. There is no shame. Yeah, yes. 